This is episode number 120 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined as usual by my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fate. Hello. Marlena Gonzalez. Hello. And Jim Ward. Hello. And we have a very special episode for you. Once again, we're doing something a little special this week. We are going to talk about some of the adult programming and services that we have uh, remotely off-site available to you whilst the library is closed. And that's why Marlena and Jim are here. Yes. Uh, but first, let me say hello. How's everybody doing? Great. Good. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> All right. So, um, so Sarah, did you want to uh, maybe start off uh, with Marlena, see what she's got for us? Sure. Marlena, I know you do uh, genealogy um, one-on-ones with patrons. Yes. And um, if you wanted to just tell our listeners a little bit about what that is and maybe how they can sort of fill out a form to make an appointment. Sure. So normally when the library is open, I've um, always been meeting one-on-one with any patrons who are interested in working on their family history research. Um, And now we're conducting those virtually. So I can do it um, over email or a Zoom call or um, just by phone. And on our online programs page at the bottom, there is a link to fill out an appointment request form uh, for genealogy research assistance. So that's something that I've been doing um, from home while we're closed. And we are able to access some of the resources virtually and um, some of them are in-house use only. But, um, you know, I'm happy to help anybody out in any way that I can or direct them to other resources or agencies that might be able to help them. So what kind of um, databases do you um, have access to? Well, typically when we're in-house, we have access to Ancestry Library Edition. We are also a FamilySearch.org affiliate library, which means that users, when they're in-house, can access more of FamilySearch's records um, than they would be able to remotely. And we also offer access to Find My Past. Um, We have a New York Times historical newspaper database, um, Heritage Quest, Fold 3, which is a military records database. And uh, I'm sure there's much more than that that I'm not thinking of right now. (laughs) Well, just out of curiosity, um, now we don't want any particulars, but can you give some examples of what a patron might ask you or what um, sort of scenarios that might come up in a search question or something? So I've gotten a lot of different, uh, a variety of questions. Some people just looking to get started. Some people who uh, may have been adopted and and have some DNA results that they're looking to um, understand a little further. I actually recently had somebody ask about um, early 1900 prison records from New York City. And that's something that I haven't had to research yet. So I, I you know, was able to get some, a little more knowledge and how that system works. Um, what else have I gotten? You know, passenger records, uh, international searches, um, different things like that, a pretty wide variety of a little bit of everything. Wow, it sounds like very interesting stuff there. Oh, yes. <laughs> it can, can be a really uh, addicting hobby. <laughs> so um, I imagine that many of our listeners probably would be um, interested in this type of thing. So 
you know, we urge you to definitely reach out to Marlena who can assist you or at least get you started on your own quest. Yes, definitely. And, um, you know, Marlena, do you, uh, how did you get involved in um, this pastime? Um, I actually got started, it was probably like the late 90s. We had had a family reunion and one of my dad's uncles had done some family history research in preparation for this uh, reunion. And I learned that my um, third time great-grandfather was a uh, fought in the Civil War. He was a prisoner of war in Andersonville. And, um, you know, so that just kind of piqued my interest in finding out more about all sides of the family. So it's been a hobby of mine for, you know, since the late 90s. And um, it's something that I just I have done for myself for a long time and now have been able to in the last several years um, with the knowledge that I've gained, help patrons and uh, run some classes when the library is open and help patrons with their research. Mm, That's great. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. So Marlena, uh, while the library is closed, how, uh, if you could just mention again, how we can get in touch with you, how a listener can get in touch with you. So on the library's uh, main webpage, there is a banner up top about um, virtual programs and services that folks can access from home. And I believe there's an online programs um, page. And at the bottom of that, there is a section for genealogy research assistance. And there is a link to a Google form that they could just fill out to make an appointment. Fantastic. And we'll, uh, We'll put that in the show notes. Thank you. So uh, speaking of history, because you mentioned someone in your family, uh, Marlena, fought in the Civil War. Yes. Well, you know someone who loves the Civil War. (laughs) I believe I do. Is Jim. (laughs) Actually, I found uh, the spot where her grandfather was, or great, was it great, great grandfather? That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Yes. The actual spot? How did you do that? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, the spot in Franklin, Tennessee, right? Where he was captured before he was captured. Yeah, it's like an apartment complex now, but uh, it was the general area where uh, where he was captured. Yeah, I think they had a historical marker for the battle that that happened. They did. Captured, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I sent her a little video and everything. It was great. (laughs) And what's there now, Jimmy? It's like a, a, a parking garage. No, I think it's an apartment complex. Yeah. Now, okay. It would look like. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what happens, right? As time goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Jimmy, you're into history. You're like yep. our history buff in house. <laughs> and while the uh, while the library is uh, is closed, you are still providing us with oodles and oodles of inf- interesting information. Uh, and historical information. You have this new series that's actually on our YouTube page, on the library's YouTube page called History Bites. Do you want to tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Sure. So um, so every every week uh, or so for the past couple months, I've been doing um, this virtual history uh, program. And it's, it's uh, different um, subjects every week. So the first week we did Gettysburg, from Battle of Gettysburg from the Civil War. Uh, we've done the burning of Washington during uh, the War of 1812. Uh, baseball during World War II. Apollo 13 just had their uh, 50th anniversary of that uh, launch um, from 1970. Uh, we did the local um, spy ring called the Culper Spy Ring from the Revolution. And um, that was a local ring that ran from Setauket into the city. And the information got back to Setauket and they went through Connecticut to get it to Washington. Um, and actually for Memorial Day, I just did... Um, a talk on Arlington National Cemetery, the history of how it became a cemetery. That's great. That's great. Can you give us any hints of what we can expect to see in the future? 
in a couple weeks, I will be doing one on D-Day. Uh, it, it is the 76th anniversary on June 6th. So um, I'm looking forward to providing a program on that. Great. And uh, what kind of format are these videos that you have up there? So it's um it's a slideshow, which um, then we kind of, uh, you know, so as a narration, I usually find as many uh, pictures relevant to what I'm discussing. And, uh, you know, and it, it comes out as a, as a little, little short movie. So I should say a documentary, not a movie, but um, yeah. So folks can, folks can find it on YouTube and uh, we have all six episodes on there currently. And um, I think it's a, it's educational. I've learned a lot while doing it. Yeah. So have I actually uh, watching those. Uh, I had no idea the, um, the burning of Washington was actually a very, a very interesting one that you did. Yeah, that one I, I hadn't really uh, known about. I mean, I knew about it, but I wasn't as up up to snuff on on the in, intimate details of it. But um, that must have been something to live through. Imagine the British coming back after we already had had won our independence, and you know they're here burning our capital city. It must have been must have been something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so your first history bites was about Gettysburg, correct? Correct. Yep. Now, for for those of you, our listeners who don't know, uh, Jimmy has like uh, a summer cottage in Gettysburg, right? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> what, uh, Jimmy? What got you into the Civil War? Why? What made you so interested in it? Um, in in college, I had taken a class called American Civil War and Reconstruction, and we used the Ken Burns documentary on the Civil War and. Something about watching that just hooked me right away. And then my dad and I uh, went about 11, 12 years ago to Gettysburg. And um, I hadn't been there since I was probably like seven. And it was, uh, you know, you just felt it. Like after reading about it and learning about the battle, you just felt that history there. It's, it's something when you're there, it's hard to explain what you feel. But it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, you can, feel, you, can, you can see the events as if they were occurring. And how many times have you been to Gettysburg? Oh boy! Um, if I had to guess, it's definitely between thirty and forty times. What's your favorite restaurant? Oh, the Blue and the Gray Grill. They make uh, the the best burgers over there. The best <laughs> wings. They name their um, their burgers after Union and Confederate generals. <laughs> I should have something named after me over there, shouldn't I? <laughs> but it's uh, it's a great place to visit, and you know it's ironic that when you go there, it's. Um, it's so peaceful. So it's kind of like my little getaway, even though it's a place where such carnage happened, but now it's the most like peaceful place you can be at. Sure. Interesting. At least for me. Sure. (laughs) Now, just to get back to what Marlena does, Marlena, do you, when you help patrons in your experience, you've helped a bunch of patrons. Um, where, where do most of them come from? Have you found anybody who has any connections to the civil war time besides your, besides your family? Have you found anybody who has like American revolution or, you know, connections here? Is it mostly overseas? No, it seems to be mostly overseas, mostly like early 1900s immigrants, late 1800s, maybe um, immigration. I haven't gone too far back. There was a patron when Jim and I did a genealogy drop in, I think. uh, Yeah. Genealogy drop in in the building that had a um, didn't she have two pins that she came in with or a pin and a medal and she was trying to find the origin of them? Do you remember that? Too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I vaguely remember European that. European or something like that. She had two medals and she was trying to find. Oh, and right. I think she had a, it was something Eastern European yeah, or something. I think. Of how she came about them, 
but she was trying to find like what battle and how they would have gotten these medals. And we did some searching we found, but um, I think we were able to get a general idea of where they may have come from. But um, yeah, they, it's mostly been um, more recent immigration, like early to mid 1900s. That's very cool. Yeah, that's very great. So these are two great services that we have to offer you remotely from the library. Uh, use the genealogy services, contact Marlena. And if you're interested in, in these great little short historical uh, documentaries that Jim is uh, working on, visit our YouTube page. Uh, and we'll put all that in the show notes. So this way you can uh, maybe be inspired after watching Jimmy's video to find out about where your family comes from. And then you'll contact Marlena. <laughs> and it's a nice little connection there. Yeah. So. <laughs> so it's great. Thanks. Thanks, uh, uh, Jim and Marlena for coming out for this week's mm-hmm. uh, episode. We yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. No Thank problem. you. Yep. That does it for this episode. If you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, you can visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. And if you want to email us, if you have a question, or if you'd like us to talk about something in a future show, please do. Our email address is podcast at mcplibrary.org. And just a reminder that we are everywhere. We are on your favorite <laughs> podcast service we are uh we're all over the place so definitely do a search for us in your favorite podcast uh service and your app if you're if you're listening to us online you could definitely take us on the go so just search for middle country public library and uh, you'll find us there and we uh, like i said this is episode number 120 and we still even while the library is closed we're still recording episodes so please uh, take a listen so thank you so much for Sarah Fade, Marlena Gonzalez, and Jim Ward. I'm Sal Vincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.